0: This is RUV English Radio with Darren Adam, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, RUV. This is RUV English. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. I'm in Akroness today in West Iceland. I'm at the Gunnlaug baths down by the shore. If you've been, you'll know what a great way to spend a, a windy, cold day in Iceland that is. And if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Working here, looking after things is somebody you might have read about on Ruve English on the Ruve website in the last few weeks. And that's back here, Anwar Nassar, who came to Iceland at the age of 10. He's now 25. You've been here more than half your life now.
1: Exactly. And it's kind of ridiculous, but I love it. I love it.
0: I honestly do. Well, you came to Iceland in a very different way to me. But before we switched on the microphone, we were just sort of celebrating together how lucky we are to be in Iceland (laughs) and how much we we like the place. Now, if anyone read your story, they'll know that you came here at the age of 10. From a, a refugee camp, which I think was on the Iraqi Syrian border. Exactly. Do you want to talk a little bit about what your life was yeah. a, a, at that stage? Yeah,
1: I mean, at that point, I was like, yeah, I was nine, ten years old. We stayed there at those refugee camps for two months. Other families obviously stayed much longer. We yeah. were we war, war in Syria, Damascus, for a year and a half. Mm. Prior to that, and but you're from Iraq originally, exactly, so, right? or or Palestine, Palestine. exactly. Okay. so Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of complicated, but yeah. I mean, I was ten at that point, and I would just we were like there were lots of kids. It, it, it the camp was had a population of six thousand, seven thousand, similar population to yeah. Akronis, and we were also many kids we were having enjoying our life like in the middle middle of desert, summertime, so it was hot and. I don't remember anything like the the culture shock which I received here just absolutely my long time memory mm. has is completely erased but okay. I still do remember some things and yeah I mean life isn't easy life life wasn't nice after the war that's for sure that's hundred. everybody everybody can agree on that
0: when did you Realize that you were coming to Iceland, and did you have any idea what no, that meant? No, I didn't
1: realize anything. I mean, I'm I'm 11 at that point. It, yeah. It's in 20. It was eight. I'm I was born in '97, so yeah, I was 11. And 11 years kids at this this time and this and these days, they they speak another language, third language. They have been abroad. They have been to Spain, all these countries. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the, the the average Icelandic kid. At that time, I didn't know nothing. I I didn't know nothing. I just. Thought I was going to see snow for the first time. I thought everybody spoke the same language, yeah. everybody used the same money. I had no idea.
0: So I've got a picture here. You've you've seen this? It yes. was on the page a couple yes. of weeks ago. Yes. Now this yes. is a this is from the video that Ruev took when you came into exactly. the country, That's and there my, you are. Yes. You're at the front of this picture wearing an orange. That's my mother. You are in the, the orange and green jacket exactly. at the front, on the escalator green coming down, down exactly. at Keplavik. Do you have any memory of that moment? Mm, uh, not at the airport, because no. we, it was in the after midnight.
1: and I All I remember, yeah, we arrived there, we, we picked our stuff, and then we headed to the, the bus and straight to Akronis. And I remember we were going through the tunnel. I had no idea it was a tunnel back then. <laughs> and I had to pee. And I was absolutely going m- madness about it. Really? And yeah, my mother wasn't about, happy about it, but thankful to that bus driver, he stopped, <laughs> he stopped. <laughs> after we got out of the tunnel and I had to do my thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my only memory from that okay. journey. But so it was a long, long journey. We took, I remember we took some minibuses or something to the Damascus, the airport there. We flew to London and we had to transit there for a couple of hours mm. and then yeah, from London, Heathrow, so- I'm sure. Yeah. People came
0: with, through the Red Cross and the UNICEF, so, yeah, we, we didn't do it our, ourselves. Sure. But you get here in a bus. You stop exactly. off for a pee in the middle of the tunnel, exactly. <laughs> thanks to a kindly bus driver. You come to Akrones, you know nothing about Iceland, you don't know the language. No idea. Housing is arranged for you, is it, when you yes, get here? Yes, yes, we got a lot, okay. There
1: were apartments that were ready for us. We were living, like, in in the newer area. Other right. families went to some places, different, uh, different apartments. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, apartment already ready, and the... the the, the decor and the, 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 all this stuff were ready and yeah, the schools were, everything was ready. Mm. And the next day we woke up and yeah, here is your school, let's go check it out. This is here, Akron Shetlin. Do you like football? You want to try football practice later today? You want to try swimming? Yeah. And every, every family had like three Icelandic support families, which okay. is we are very thankful for. Yeah. And still in still contact with some of them. And yeah, they helped us a lot. And think, thanks to the small community and the good community here in Ukraine, we adopted very well, yeah, at yeah. least me. Others had a difficulty with it. The weather, of course, we're, we're coming at this time of the year. The weather is not for everybody. Yeah. That's why many families immediately left to Norway, Sweden, really? other, yeah. as soon as they got citizenship.
0: But for you, you come here from, from Iraq and Syria a very different climate exactly i mean come on middle east some people have to go to middle east maybe yeah.
1: not. how did you find it <laughs> it was just new adventure <laughs> i was ready for it yeah, yeah because yeah. i knew but i knew deep down safety it, why we are going all this long journey is for safety seeking for safety and did you feel that safety exactly. you
0: had the icelandic family exactly. supporting you exactly yeah, yeah. just yeah. Uh, immediately. One of the things that's incredible about your story is that you said that you you got into football straight away, that helped you learn the language, you picked up the language really really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're 11 years of age, coming from a refugee camp, picking up what I think is an incredibly difficult language. It's a really humbling story for any of us yes. who are struggling to learn Icelandic. Exactly. You had no difficulty. Of course, I had to... No, no. Learning Icelandic,
1: <laughs> not, learning Icelandic I'm not kidding. Learning Icelandic, especially at this young age is is not... It's is easy. Because of you, course, yeah. I didn't have any other Arabic friends or kids at the same age. So my Arabic language, my mother tongue, had to be like put aside for a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's why nowadays I think in Icelandic. I am best at Icelandic. Even English, which yeah. I didn't speak or, or know anything about at that time, is becoming my second language, even though it's my third language.
0: So, so you've picked that up here, exactly. obviously. Yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah, with yeah. the technology and how how, how society works. Yeah. And yeah, so Arabic is now my third language, even though it's okay. what I grew mm, up with. The time. So, yeah.
0: You obviously love Akrones, we're here in the reception area of Gunlock, the, the, the hot pots, the pools down by the shores. Exactly. So you're, you're meeting people from all over the world every day. And, and Tell me about the football, because you, you moved straight towards that when you came yeah. to Iceland, when you came yes. to Akrones.
1: The thing here, this is my honest opinion. If you want to uh, live here in Iceland mm. and adapt to the society, you have to include sports or nature in your daily life and you have also to put the weather outside of the equation mm. if you're constantly thinking about the weather, oh it's icy today I don't feel good, it's windy today, I want to go out it's this, this, I don't want to go to school, mm. you're losing, you're already losing you have to go outside your comfort zone, yeah. it is what it is and here in Akronis we got football, basketball is just not a thing. It's growing now, but 10 years ago, no. Handball is not a thing. It's a small, like you yeah. will live 10 minutes away from here, you go to the practice. It's different than the capital area. But with
0: so, with football you started playing that as soon as you got exactly, here pretty much, exactly. didn't you? Ten years. Yeah, yeah.
1: Until I ruptured my ACL. Oh. <laughs>
0: and then yeah, I had to call it even. Okay. But yeah, it so was. So you were playing at quite a high level exactly. then, or you would have been so, if you weren't injured. My personality is around football.
1: My Icelandic language and yeah. the grammar is around football grammar, so yeah. Football is a big part of my life. Even mm-hmm. though I, I don't play it anymore, I keep constantly mm-hmm. it's part football is not is not a hobby for me. No. Oh. It's more than
0: a hobby. It's, it's very important here in Akronas, of course, is. isn't it? It is, yeah. especially here in this town. Yeah, yeah, football yeah. is, yeah. as I said, basketball is it's a small thing. Yeah. Handball is not existent yeah. yeah, football is the main thing here. Are you still in touch with those that came to Iceland with you? No. What about your family? Yes,
1: yeah. they are living in Kebleg, okay. Regnesby, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're having a good time.
0: My sister was working at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, well, they're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, so you're now 25. You got citizenship in 2014, I think, exactly. so so about nine years ago. Yeah. It got delayed by a couple of months. Yeah. But you are
1: more Icelandic than anything of else? Of course I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have not been to Iraq mm-hmm.
0: in those 15 years. I've been here for 15 years. I have not been, been back home, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. if you will.
0: And the work well, that you're doing here, I think the last time I was in, in this area at these pots, it feels like some work has gone on in the last couple of what years. Was this,
1: when did you come here? Oh, like two years ago? Yeah, two, three I, years? I
0: think this cabin was not, it right? It wasn't here, no. No. So
1: according to the, to the laws, if you are going to have a bath or a swimming pool, you need a swimming guard, and you need bathrooms and reception, and you need to charge in, yeah. and the, the changing rooms.
0: So these new facilities here, yeah. tell me a little bit about them. You've yeah. been working here for, for how long? just since since may since
1: yeah uh, okay. it's part of Akron's Akrons town's uh, sports facilities i've been working i've been doing that job since September last year so yeah I moved here in may and in the beginning of summer and I really like it here i'm almost here every day and yeah the the facility right now is temporary they are Akron is is getting bigger lots of people are moving here. Special from the cap families, fa- family, family people from the capital area, putting their kids in the, in the school and kindergartens because, special Reykjavik city is, is a, yeah. uh yeah, just it's g- just going down, and yeah, Iceland's getting bigger. We're eight thousand one hundred people now. When we arrived here fifteen years ago,
0: yeah.
1: a month prior to the uh, economic crisis, it was six thousand seven hundred. So it's growing. So yeah, we are growing. There are cranes all over the place.
0: And yeah, I can just get bigger. I can just, is the thing. We got such a good response to the story that was published a few weeks ago about your journey here and your life here. It sounds like you've had an excellent experience. Do you think that Iceland is generally still a welcoming place, not just for those who are escaping from troubled areas, not just for refugees, but for other people that want to come and live here? Is it a good place to come?
1: Yes, it is the best place. Why? You can see it easily The Public average Icelandic person welcomes everyone with speaking with them in English. There is no language, mm. how do you call it, uh, racism, like... Somebody is constantly speaking with you in Icelandic even though you don't understand. Mm. The Icelandic are so welcome that they are like forgetting their language, which is not good in my opinion, yeah. and welcoming anyone with the... Hey, you speak English, come work with me, come work for us. Makes it hard to learn sometimes, exactly, though, doesn't exactly, it, when everyone exactly. speaks in English? Some, some people want to learn the language, but... They can't, because, or they can obviously they can't, but it's harder when you've got the locals, yeah. they're just constantly speaking English. And it's not the grown ups, also the kids. Yeah.
0: You're 25 now, 30, you're, you're happily settled in Akrones, at the heart of the town, at the heart of the community. What's your future? What do you see your future my being future here? My future is here. <laughs> 300
1: Akrones, that's for sure. I'm very happy here, and my future is here. The town's doing good. If not, then. I will consider other things, but we can see the capital area from here. Yeah. If I need something, yeah, yeah. I just can go across the uh, across the Fox of hub, or or just through online. You know, oh, yeah. if I want to go abroad, I it's see, there, but it's there. We are it's not, it's far there. not far away. It's in- not far away.
0: And it's a great place. We should just say a few words about Akranes as well, because it is becoming a place that people from the rest of Iceland will visit. It's becoming a place that tourists will visit. Are you seeing that here, the door that we're standing in front of? Are, mm. are people coming through from different countries?
1: Yes, the, the people, uh, Gul especially, is is well, adver- uh, I mean, the word for it. The, the Yeah, the word for it is well represented through, like, the social media and so on. So people are coming here through that. It's, you don't see a sign in Leifstöth, Kebleg like, uh, Airport, and uh, goodly, yeah, here come, mm-hmm. no, but yeah, the locals don't come here, I don't know, they don't like it, I mean, we've got a public swimming pool for them, just, and which is just play. behind the stadium. Exactly, they love it there, uh, they grew up there, but yeah, this town needs obviously a hotel, it's a ghost town after 6pm, that's that's an honest fact, and yeah, as you see, the is getting bigger, mm-hmm. so we can take
0: it against those cruise ships, which, which is the next industry, yes, and uh, people won't come to stay here if they can't stay here if exactly. there's no hotel and that's the thing yeah. in my
1: opinion with more people with more traffic we can have a coffee house that stays in business yeah. and last month a coffee house closed here the only coffee house in really? Agnes, coffee kaya mm-hmm. closed here and she was asked about it on facebook what's going wrong what do, do we have to do mm-hmm. to have a lovely coffee house she said "They've every." one from my can comes to me yeah. once a month and buys one cup of coffee we can stay in business what does that mean she needs more traffic and how does that traffic come let's start
0: with the hotel hotel has to be the first because thing but also i think people also, when they also create, create jobs when they get to the roundabout out of the tunnel Think about turning left instead of carrying on. Exactly.
1: But you can see Borcun is on the ring road. Selfos is on the ring road. Yeah. Borkenis is f- four times uh, uh, smaller than us. They got three hotels. Yeah. Yeah. Selfies is three thousand more than us, and they got, they got everything. Mm. But we got a better football team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you have, good luck, pool here yeah. with yeah. an amazing view out over the bay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would be a different story if we got the ring road. Yeah, through us. absolutely. Well, it's not it's not much of a diversion, it's only 12 kilometers off the ring road. Exactly. So, and if you are listening to this and you're heading north and you want to go to Borganess, absolutely do, it's fantastic. But come to Akroness as well, it's not far out of the way, and exactly. come to where we're standing right now. Back here, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. I'm going to let you back to serving the tourists, which I'm, I'm hopeful uh well, I can see some of the pool already, so they're going to come back and maybe drop off their trunks and their towels over there. Back here, Anwar Nassar in Akroness, here. And uh, I'm Darren Adam, this is English, you can get in touch with us anytime. We are English at RUV.IS. There is more from Roof English with all the news from Iceland in English at RUV.IS English. RUV English Radio is a daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, RUV.